go for it. I'm all for going for it. Shoot yeah. your shot. If you miss, you lose your friend. That's okay. <laughs> There's more that, friends. That is good. Shoot your shot. If you miss, you lose a friend. That is so freaking funny. <laughs> Look, you'll find some more friends. That's the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today we have a very special episode for you. My girl, Kashe Proudfoot is back in the studio again. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I know her, you love her. <laughs> and we also have Nancy Rodriguez here. She was on season three of Love is Blind, but she is also a real estate investor and just a badass businesswoman. So welcome guys. Hey. Welcome Nancy for the first time in the studio. Thank you. It feels so good being reunited. reunited. I know after our gorgeous Hampton shop. The Hamptons. Hump. Hump. If you guys don't know, we were in the Hamptons together. We had a lovely four days. And yeah, it felt like a month. Trips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. It felt like a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the first time that we met Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also did this amazing, like, well, we did a lot of amazing things, but we did some Instagram lives. <laughs> you know, they were really fun. But then do you guys remember the one Instagram live? <laughs> Oh. That got me blocked on TikTok. Oh, the TikTok live. Yes. That got me blocked. We went from Instagram live to TikTok live to getting blocked. <laughs> yeah. The Q&A though. We did a Q&A and it was really nice. Like people really asked us for so much advice. It was yeah. so nice. I think it was really cool to see how like our audiences all kind of knew either one or two or both of us yeah. or just like in some form or fashion, you know, the reality world is so big and there's so many people from different reaches or people even asking, who's who's the, who's the other girl? Who is this girl? So yeah. really just connecting the three universes together. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. It was also like a really supportive community that we built in our lives. I was going to say that you guys is not that like none of mine were there, but like you guys' followers are so sweet. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause we went live on both of ours. Yeah, yeah. But they, they were so inclusive and some of the questions I'm like, girl, she's like, yeah. So I haven't had my period in this. I'm like, oh my God. Like it was like just questions like right off the bat, like super TMI deep ones. I'm like, oh, we're getting right into it. Like no, yeah. the other girl <laughs> that was like, how do you heal your inner child? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, um, we're like having wine when the hump dons, it's sexy. I was like, oh my goodness. Like that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I was deep, but I love that. I love when yeah. people ask for advice. No, the reason that cash got blocked or banned or whatever was, well, there might've been multiple reasons, but. Okay. <laughs> but it's we weird were... that Nancy didn't get blocked. Like that's what's I weird. I think it was the knife. I think it was the knife. I think, because I didn't, I gave, Yeah. <laughs> It was oh, nice. we, were, we were playing Let's Fucking Date. Yeah. Kerrigan's card game. I had Shout out Serena. Yeah, you guys remember her. Um, it's very sexual, as you heard. Period. And we were just answering the questions and everyone was loving it because they're like, oh my God, I love seeing like three women talking about sex and it being normalized. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the reason that you got banned or blocked, but we also heard a noise downstairs and the house got scared, grabbed knives. The house was huge <laughs> it was and huge. it's all glass. Yeah. Like, you and know, we like didn't know how to lock the doors. Yeah. And there's like a cellar. Like there was a genuine cellar yeah. basement situation down there. I yes. forgot about that. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah. So we the knife was a lot. We brought the live downstairs with us just in case we got killed. So they would know, you know, everyone would know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the camera like, we have knives to protect us. And, and TikTok was like, bitch block. I was like, okay. But I think that game is really fun to get to know someone. Yeah. Cause like, let's, was it let's fucking fuck or let's fucking date we were playing? Let's fucking play. I don't know. Oh, yeah. this okay. There's a third yeah. one. Um, but <laughs> it was really fun because I thought that game was for couples, right? No, I think yes. she made it for 
like to bring on a date to get to know a guy you're like early stages dating originally. Yeah. But then like she kept making more to like, you know, I don't know, play with that your friends. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, the most embarrassing thing that I, wow, I'm going to say it on your podcast. Um, <laughs> that we, <laughs> one of the questions and people like still, I, okay, I'm not going to say too much. Maybe y'all can guess, not you guys, because y'all already know, but like who's ever listening. Um, one of the questions was like, what's the, something about masturbating. Do you remember? It was, it was like, using how do you an masturbate? Or, or, or yes, the object. The most interesting object you've used. Yeah. And I told you guys my favorite way to masturbate. It was so embarrassing. It was so open <laughs> with you guys. She was like, it's a very childish way. Darkest secret. It's and then she so says it on childish. Live. I actually don't even remember. Um, it's okay. You don't have to say it. Okay. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't need this clip to go viral. So, <laughs> um, okay, I do a segment called What's Going Vaughn. Mm. So, Nancy, what's something going on in your life right now that you're excited about? Oh, gosh. I think one of the biggest things is my real estate. Um, so part of what I've been able to do since Love is Blind is really just have a platform and speak on the things that I do either as an investor. And so one of the things that I recently got back from was a conference. I was a speaker at um, a conference in Idaho, Boise, Idaho. Who knew? It was so <laughs> cute. And the potatoes really were so much tinier there. I don't know what it was about their french fries, but they were good. Um, and so, yeah, just getting an opportunity to speak actually – also connected me with other real estate investors. And I think for me, it just opens up my eyes. Um, I'm super excited for this new opportunity with a wholesaler, which is just a type of investing that you can do in real estate. You don't need a license. You're just pretty much like the middleman when it comes to making a real estate deal. And um, yeah, so I'm super excited about like real estate in general. And I think just being new to New York, I want to take New York and explore it as like a tourist, as someone who lives here, and then maybe potentially in a year consider buying if I stay. Yeah. I think I will. Yeah, <laughs> I love New York. New York. So nice. you should stay. And I New York know. loves me, I think. Oh, we yeah. love you. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> a thousand Thank percent. you. I also love your speaking voice. Like, I, me too. I, I was just thinking that. No. I'm obsessed with Okay. You. That's why I was like, <laughs> in one of the questions on live, it was either live or the game. It was like, oh yeah, our favorite thing that we first thing we noticed about each other. Yeah. Yes. And since we had just met Nancy, I was like, I love the way you speak. Like, you're just so oh. eloquent in the way you like carry yourself and handle yourself. So I love that you're like a speaker. Thank you yeah, so much. <laughs> Honestly, like they give me the mic and this time it was an actual mic. They said, do you want a mic or do you want like a little like a uh, cordless one? I said, give me the mic because I want to go <laughs> yes. up there and I would be like, yo, yo, yeah, like start like doing some karaoke <laughs> or something, but I didn't. I was like, let me not embarrass myself. But, um, but no, I appreciate that. I really do. I do enjoy being in front of an audience, especially when it's a topic that is dear to my heart and like it's something that I, you know, really embrace in my career. Um, so yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah. I, I feel that. like something about having a mic is just so powerful. Mm. The handheld ones mm. too. Yeah. Oh, period. <laughs> the power yeah. that you yes. have, it's very strong. and a stage. A stage plus a mic. It's yes. really something. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Um, Cash, what's something you're excited about right now? Ugh, I got so emotional this morning. I'm getting I'm about to get my period. But I got so emotional this morning because the last week, I just have this like overwhelming feeling that my life is going to change. And it like brought me to tears this morning. So dramatic. But it was just like, I feel like I'm manifesting the life that I've always wanted. And I'm going through a rebrand right now, not just like social media wise and career wise, but I just feel like myself as a woman, I'm going through such a rebrand and I feel my heart being more open. Like I, I'm getting emotional right now about it, but um. 
Ew. Ew. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, there's so many different things that I'm hope oh, this is very vulnerable, but there's just so many things that I'm open for and excited for. And I feel so many things happening. And last night I just laid in bed and I was like, I want this, this, and this to happen tomorrow. All three of them happened already at 11 a.m. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like I'm stepping into like this different power. Where power. I'm calling things towards myself and that's what I'm really excited for. Wait, it's, aren't you 27? Yeah. It's your Saturn return. I know. Oh. I know. And it's weird because I was feeling so behind everyone a couple months ago. Not even a couple months ago. Um, We're at the six month mark. So at the beginning of this month, I was like, everyone's like, yeah, hell yeah. Like six months. And I was like, fuck. Like, I feel like I haven't done anything this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I started looking at my vision board and I was like, oh my God, I feel so behind. And then the anxiety kicks in and then you start feeling like you're not doing enough. You're not enough. Like everyone else is so far ahead of you. And then I'm like, there's still six months left. There's so yeah. much you can do in six months. You Something know? about that six month mark. I feel like I looked at my vision board too and I was like, wait, I didn't do any of this yet. Like yeah. we're halfway there. When am I going to finish it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that you're feeling the feeling, the energy. I bet there's something going on in the there's stars. Something yeah, there's something going on in the stores. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. Oh, I love that. What about you, girl? Um, I'm actually really excited about moving. Yes. I feel like when you move in New York, it's like a whole different energy. And like you basically start over in New York. Mm. Like I've lived here for eight years. And the first four hours I was in Harlem. The last four I've been in Brooklyn. And I don't know if I'm going to stay in Brooklyn, but... I'm also like a very sentimental person. So I know that like once I start like <laughs> like packing up my apartment, like I've had so much happen in my life in this apartment. Yeah. Like it's the first apartment I lived alone. Like I went on the show, my whole life changed. Like me and my roommate, like I broke up with my five-year ex and like started living like on my own in New York. And like so much happened in this apartment. COVID, like a whole pandemic. <laughs> a whole ass pandemic, um, right? Yeah. So it's just like, it feels right though. Like it feels like at this stage, like I'm 30 now, like moving on, moving mm. to a different place, new space, new energy, like mm. new vibes, soft girl life. Like I want a doorman and I want like, you know. Yeah. And you do everything. Yeah. It's ready for you too. Like you guys both, I'm moving literally next month. Like, but the thing about moving, especially for you, I feel like you lived a lot of your like mid twenties, late twenties, even a teeny bit of your early twenties in that apartment. So to be able to move into a, it's like you're stepping into the next chapter of your life. Phase of life. Yeah. Especially in to do that in New York, like in a big girl, sexy apartment. Like I know it feels like a chapter's closing, but Mm. it's time. Like it was 26 to 30 in this apartment. Yeah. My age. And then yeah, now I, I said early. Well, I was, I was, yeah, like, I was like, a girl. I was in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, like, you weren't 24 here, right? <laughs> no, but it's just, it feels like time. And I'm just like excited to look and I'm excited to find something. And it's yeah. just like, I'm just excited. But I also think like, I told you I kind of wanted to like just put myself in storage and then travel. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah. I might just like put myself in storage and like get an Airbnb. For like a month or two, yeah. just so I can avoid the summer rent prices. <laughs> yeah, that's There's actually what building. I did. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what I did when I moved to New York. I just knew that I wanted to find the neighborhood that made most sense for me. And what I thought was going to be my neighborhood was not when I visited. Yeah. So for two weeks, I got an Airbnb, and that's the perfect way that I would recommend to anyone to do it because it does give you the opportunity to live in whatever neighborhood for five days, six days, and you're really just kind of vacationing in New York for a few weeks mm-hmm. or even like you said, a month. Yeah, and then that gives you an opportunity opportunity to one hold off on the prices right, right? Yeah. and then also um put some travel in there as well but i love that idea yeah it's like a little tester neighborhood yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't really wasn't smart with the way i did it <laughs> yeah you do it i just like because i wanted a big girl apartment <laughs> and i moved into this crazy where i live right now is so expensive like it's almost six thousand dollars a month but it was like 
I was like, this is my big girl moment. This is my big girl apartment. It's so, like the doorman. There's a dog park. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I was like, I need the dog park. I have to have it. I'm a woman. Like everyone in that apartment is married, you know, or new relationship that they're taking to the next level. It's just, it's giving very 30, mm-hmm. 31, 30. I'm like, uh, I just turned 20. So I don't need an apartment like this, you know? So I think going back, taking a step back, I can okay. have a luxury apartment that doesn't need to break the bank and make me stress every month. Easily. Yeah. You know, you definitely can yeah. get something for like, like four or under, I think. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to watch you do it, but I hate that I'm moving before <laughs> you because I'm like, watch I move into another really expensive apartment. And then you're like, come see mine. There's a pool. There's a bowling alley. I'm going to be like, F And me. it's $2,000 cheaper. <laughs> I know. I'm going to die. Well, I have an Excel sheet. So let's okay, get yes. together if oh we need God. to like break down come a map and like, apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would love to. Do you think you want to stay in Brooklyn? I think I'm staying in downtown Brooklyn. Okay. There's two new buildings yeah. and there's an apartment I found, 3,300, two bedrooms. What? Florida, that's what I was going to tell you about. Like, I want you to come to downtown Brooklyn. It's gorgeous. I might. And right now, like the apart- the prices are so low, you know, with new buildings, they yeah. keep the price like low. And the apartment that I found is rent stabilized. So, because <gasps> the second year in a new building, they jack up the prices. Yeah. So, girl, I'll send I'm you a link. I'm open to downtown Not us in the same yeah. building. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I love downtown Brooklyn because it's so close to the city. It feels like the city, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. I'm open to it. I was originally like, I don't want to live there because like, I don't know. I've been to your place and like, I've been to Piper's and I feel like the area is kind of like, it's different. <laughs> it is very different. Is I'm it like it. bougie? No. No. It's not not bougie, but it's not bougie. You're yeah. like, so we're very close to Fort Greene, which is very bougie, I think. Mm. Um, so I'm like two blocks away from like very nice restaurants, you know, like a gorgeous park. But where we live is it feels more like shopping centric where I live. That's what I was going to mm-hmm. say. You know it feels I mean? like a mall. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Like actually okay. an outdoor okay. mall. <laughs> it yeah. does, which I love because it still has that like city feel. I, I've i lived everywhere in the city. I've lived in Chelsea. I've, mm-hmm. I've lived like everywhere, pretty much everywhere you can live. Financial yeah. district, I've tried yeah. it all. And I'm like, I don't want to be deep in Brooklyn, even though Bedstock has my heart. But downtown Brooklyn is perfect. Mm. Where was the neighborhood that you thought you wanted to live in? Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Everyone thinks Chelsea. And then you move yeah. there and it's like, and then what didn't I was just so it? I was just so overstimulated. Like there was so much traffic, there was so many people, there was so much like commotion that I came home after a day of seeing like five different apartments in that area. And every day for my two weeks, every day I picked a neighborhood. So I was tr- going and seeing different apartments. And that day was Chelsea, and I came home and I cried. I called Aww. one of my best friends, and I was like, "I don't think this is gonna happen. Like, I think I made a mistake moving to New York." Because in my mind, I'm like, I had my expectations set on Chelsea, and then I was like, "Can't do it." Yeah, so, yeah. But you love where you are now. I do. I do. Financial district. Yeah. I'm open to yeah. Fidei too. Those are probably my top two areas. Yeah. They have all the high rise luxury buildings. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do it right. I never do <laughs> it. Okay. Right. Honestly, okay. The, 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 <laughs> no, I would just say the biggest plus is the commute like you can get anywhere and everywhere from by die yeah anywhere and everywhere true. really yeah. quick that's i just look by highway really accessible too mm-hmm. there's a lot of trains there mm-hmm. um okay let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and chill it like it is hell yeah <laughs> okay so we're gonna do some advice now and chill it like it is i put a question box on my story like three weeks ago asking for <laughs> you guys to ask me for advice and literally ghosted you and forgot to answer them so we're gonna answer them now so the first person, I'm not going to do names, I'll keep them anonymous, mm. is asking, how do I move out of the friend zone to something more with a guy that I really like? Kash, you have a lot of guy friends. Has this ever yeah, come but up? I don't <laughs> believe in leaving the friend zone with your guy friends unless you see 
extreme, like extreme potential there in the sense of long-term relationship. But what I will say is if you really like this person and you thought about it, it's not just sexual and it's Mm -hmm. more like I can see something with this person. They can potentially be my soulmate. You got to test the waters. That's what I always do. Well, I don't think she's afraid to do it. I think she just wants to know how to do it. Right. I'm just saying before (laughs) you do anything, really think about it because it's messy. And I believe in keeping your your guy friends, your guy friends and exploring other people. But I know good relationships come out of friendships. Maybe I'm not the best to answer this question. Somebody else go. Honestly, (laughs) what do you think? I think I think it's really hard for guys to be friends with girls and girls to be friends with guys. Like, I think there's a fine line that. If y'all are friends and he hasn't made the move, like it kind of makes me wonder, like, why hasn't he initiated? Right. So I if if the conversation is we're just friends, but I want more, meaning the woman, I think that you just got to put it out there and you just say that. I like where we are. I want more. What do you think? And I think you leave it as open and and as honest without having to play no games. Like, I think you just say how it is. Mm. And then you, you'll see if this man is not ready for you, he will be like, whoa, 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 you know, whatever. So yeah. I think just just go for it. But then, like you said, I love that you tapped into that watch that boundary because yeah. once it's crossed then there's no like coming back so and it changes side relationship dynamic yeah. i always say that even if you're just like oh do you want are you interested in this they say no still changes it For i do sure. believe a man is not going to turn down a beautiful woman especially if he's friends with you that's i will always say this unless he's very mature and he's like we don't need to do this 90 percent of the time the guy's going to be like well yeah you mean he, for sex yes exactly sex not but a relationship a hundred percent and then us being women, we're gonna be like, okay, that was fun. Like, what are we? He's gonna be like, what? I thought you just wanted a little, a little, a little, little pace, <laughs> right? So that's yeah. why I say, like, really think about it before you cross that line. Yeah, that's a good point. I was gonna say you kind of have to be willing to risk the friendship if you're gonna go there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be willing to walk away because he, you, you might be like, hey, I see more than just friends with you, and he might be like, um. It's it's never crossed my mind. Yeah, it's never crossed my mind. And like you said, there's no going back once that comes out of your mouth. So if you're willing, like if you think it's worth it to say it and potentially completely end and destroy the friendship, then go for it. Like if it's eating you up inside, like you you fell in love with this man and you need to tell him. Yeah, I think you should tell him. Yeah. Like, go for it. I'm all for going for it. Shoot your shot. If you miss, you lose your friend. That's okay. (laughs) There's more friends. That is good. Shoot your shot. If you miss, you lose a friend. That is so freaking funny. <laughs> Look, you'll find some more friends. That's the clip. No, <laughs> so no but you can't go around living your life having a guy best friend and like pining over him. Yeah. yeah. And continuing so to like hang out with him and like inside you're just like. Mm. I will say I've had like a little crush on one of my friends <clears> and then. After a month, I'm like, what the fuck? That's why I always say don't act on it at first. Just give it a second because it'll go away. No, but it does depend on how long you've been friends too. Mm. If this is someone you've been friends with 10 years, that's different than somebody you've been friends with for 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. But go for it. (laughs) Period. Right. Okay. I think we're team go for it. We are team go for it. Yes. Okay. Go for it, girl. (laughs) This person wants to know how to push yourself to go out on dates when you're just a shy and nervous person. Mm. I love this one. Who? I can't relate. (laughs) I'm not a shy person. Yeah. Obviously, none of us are. Yeah. I always say, who cares? Like, we always 
take everything that we do and analyze it and wonder if we're going to look like this or how they're going to feel like this. Men are very insecure creatures and they love when a woman is the one to be the aggressor because then it takes the pressure off them. This nope. could be a guy just saying. Could be a guy too. Asking. Oh my God. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Mm -hmm. I'm such a dick. No, it's okay. I have to catch myself. Okay. We'll like, say for anyone. Yes. I always say like, it's just a way, the way you approach someone then, you know what I mean? Cause women, I'm always just like, go for it. Like men are simple. Who cares? But if I'm saying it in the sense of like gender neutral, who cares still? But I always say you're, you're never going to regret the time that you went for it. You're going to go home and pine and be like, fuck, I should have really said something to that person. Yeah. What could have happened if I would have said this, or if I would have done that instead of just doing it, I always believe in just going for it. Life is so short. And I think just besides just going for it, I think what is important to make yourself goals, mm -hmm. whether that's, Hey, I'm going to slowly like take little steps into actually going out to with someone on a date because you are shy. So take yourself out to eat, go alone, make a reservation, sit alone yeah. in your own uncomfy self, like by yourself, order yourself a drink. I think it's the doing the things that make you uncomfortable to make you then feel a little bit more confident and comfortable mm -hmm. in a space where you do, you do feel shy and you don't really like know how to approach a date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's really good advice. Cause I was going to say that's like, really what makes you feel less nervous like do those little rituals before a date so like mm -hmm. not condoning like alcohol but when i <laughs> when i was like nervous like Low before crash. i went on like a first date from a hinge like date or whatever whatever like i would hang out with my roommate in the kitchen we would all like all of us no the two of us would just like sit and like pump, like blast music like we'd have a shot like whatever it takes to hype yourself up like yeah. i put on my hype song yes. get ready and then like it calms the nerves so whatever calms your nerves i'm not saying it has to be a shot just I can't saying. really relate. You know what I've done before, though? <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's never happened to you? You've never, like, been going on a, like, random-ass date with a guy and been nervous? Whenever I'm outside of my comfort zone, I do something so far left to just break the ice and then I'm good. That's like, what I on the do. date or before? On the date, before the date. So before the date, I'll wear an outfit that I, that I wouldn't usually wear, right? Mm -hmm. Not outside of my comfort zone where it's like, I'm not going to wear a short dress where I can't move. But I don't wear animal print. And there was this one guy I felt Very like, specific. oh, my God. Well, yes, I, it's so far outside of my comfort okay. zone. Like this guy, I felt like was so out of my league. I felt like, Aww. what am I going to talk about to this man? So I wore this like, it was just a black dress and it was longer and it had this little cheetah like stripe going up the side. And I'm like, I'm crazy. <laughs> That's like the first thing I did. And then after that, I just told a vulnerable story to start the date. And then it was so easy after that. Mm. I just say like, just do something completely opposite to get you in that mindset of, yeah. okay, I'm going to push myself more than I ever have. And that stripe did it for me. When I went back into, so after Love is Blind, probably like, well, three months before and then about three or four months after. So about six months, I didn't date at all. Mm. And I was so nervous to go on my first date this year. And I remember thinking, okay, you know what you're doing, you know, kind of like, like you said, hype music, you're getting ready. But then I actually went on Instagram and I found like my favorite, like dating coach, like life coach Ooh. people. And I just like went through and while I was getting ready, like the last 15 minutes, I was just listening to some of the feedback when it comes to when you're on a date, how to be confident, how to be in your feminine energy. And it just gave me literally that pep talk that I needed yeah. to just kind of be like, bitch, you got this, yes. you know? Yeah, I am. Um, 
I think that also breaking the ice, like some people might find this cringe, but I feel like if you just address that you're nervous, like it kind of mm-hmm. just takes the nerves away. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like Instead that. Yeah, like I feel uh, like it's just cutesy. Yeah. And like if you're on a date and you're just like, oh, like, you know, I was a little nervous for this date. Like just make it cute. That and also then, puts you in your feminine energy. And then you break yeah. the ice. Oh, and then the guy's all like, oh my God, like, or whoever, not just the guy, is all like, oh my God, they were nervous to meet me. Like how flattering. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um. Okay, one more. My guy BFF and I are in a situation ship. So they started hooking up Uh-oh. and he just ended things. <laughs> Your face. Damn. No. Yep. Okay. yep. He just ended things and I don't know how to just be friends. This is interesting because I feel like I need more context. Like, did he end things and say, we're not hooking up anymore, but we're still BFFs? Mm. Or did he just say, we're done? <laughs> like, it's over. Friendship and hooking up. I feel like it's probably open-ended because she said, and I don't know how to be friends with him. Yeah. Mm. You know? But, like, you think this man just said, hey, I don't want to hook up anymore. Because that's brutal. I would hope not. Because if he was her guy best friend before, I hope he has more respect for her than Mm -hmm. just being like, I am done. Right. Like, we did it and now I don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. It sounds like he kind of left her high and dry, though. Yeah. Okay. I think it, the conversation was probably unclear. I don't know about high and dry. Okay, we don't know what happened. We don't <laughs> know. I just like I like, it sounds like her being like, well, how do I move forward? How do I be friends with him? Yeah. So or it's just giving delusion. And he's like, I don't want anything to do with you. She's like, well, how do I be friends with him? <laughs> Yikes. He's like, no, I'm actually done. That's it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep it real mm-hmm. with you, babe. I don't think you can be friends with him. She eats every single time. I'm sorry. Like. Mm-hmm. His penis was inside you. The guy BFF thing is over. It's I don't done. think he, there's no friends anymore. Mm-mm. Like you guys can be acquaintances and like chill friends and hang out in a group. But like the BFF part, I don't think there's any going back. It's given. See you when I see you. Oh. That's why I always say don't cross that boundary. This is what I always say too. I have guy friends. And the, one of the reasons why I won't even drunkenly kiss one for funsies because when I get into a serious relationship, I want my partner to understand mm-hmm. these are just my guy friends. I want you to love them the same way that I do, the way that they love me. I want them to love you. No man is going to shake your guy best friend's hand and be like, so nice to meet you, bro. And if he knows he's been inside of your girlfriend. <laughs> it's just not happening. You're not being best guy friends with that guy anymore. It's not happening. Your next partner is not going to respect him and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, go to the movies with him. I know he's just your guy best friend. Uh-uh, girl. Wrap it up. Yeah. That is a long game plan that you have. You're like, I won't even make out with my friend. Like, why years ahead for my There's future husband? There's so many men out there. Why am I going to ruin a potential friendship? Hey, yeah. that's smart. Mm-hmm. I'd just be making out. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I just do be kissing. I'd just be girl, kissing. Girl, my life would be a mess. <laughs> a mess. Nancy, what do you think? I think, honestly... It- it goes back to honesty because really like I think when someone tells you that something is not for them I think it's your job to act accordingly like I think like really even friends whether this is a relationship or not like I think if someone doesn't want to be in your space for xyz reason remove yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that that truly does take more strength it takes more awareness It, it is harder it's not easier but you know, I just think that like good things don't come easy either. So it's yeah. for whatever reason, this person didn't want to be in your space and you should remove yourself. Yeah, that's facts. You have to have enough respect for yourself to be like, he doesn't want me. He told me fl- flat out. Yeah, Time to go. Um, okay. My final question for all of my guests is, is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? I will go first. Mm. Yesterday I cried. <laughs> oh, I love when you cry. What <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> Why I do you love when I cry? Because you don't really. I don't be don't, crying. You don't be. Yeah. So yesterday I was supposed to go get my hair braided with cash. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone to get my hair done in three years. Obviously, I shaved it in 2020. And I've just been growing it out to get braids. And I blew it out with my little blow dryer that I found under my bed. And this was the first time that I've like had to deal with my hair since I shaved it off. And obviously there were a lot of emotions wrapped up in that. Um, and it just brought me back to that place of like all the anxiety that I used to have around my hair. Yeah. And I hate it. Like I literally hate that. Part of the reason why I canceled. But also my hair was like more of a mess than I expected. And it's like all uneven and it's not as healthy as I thought. And it just like upset me because it's been since – I haven't cut it since November. Yeah. And like for it to – like, I feel like I came so far and I'm like finally ready to get the braids. And like, if I'm being honest, like I just feel a lot. Oh, I don't even want to say it. Say it, babe. No, I just, I feel so much prettier when I have hair, like when I have long hair. And yeah. I hate that. I hate saying it, but I it's true. Yeah. And so I was just really excited to like feel, not that I don't feel hot and like a bad bitch when I'm bald, but like I was just excited to feel like pretty again. Yeah. Like, like feminine pretty, not like. I'm still feminine, feminine with the bald head, but you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean. I felt like it was a lot deeper than that, but I didn't want to press. I didn't want to press. Obviously. And also, because it was a lot of back and forth. Um, I'm really We were talking about it in the Hamptons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think the first thing you have to do is release yourself from feeling guilty of those feelings. Like, you're going to make me emotional too, because I went through that when I shaved my head. I know. And the whole reason why I shaved my head is like, my whole entire happiness, femininity, sensuality, all of that was stemming from my hair. Same. And I know that you're excited to cross that boundary again. And it really like hurt my heart when you texted me and said, I can't wait to be pretty again. I wanted to get out of the chair and run and hug. Okay. I was slightly joking. I know you were, but there's some truth (laughs) behind that. As a black woman with our hair, there is truth behind it. Like when I got my braids, I got my braids yesterday as well. And when I was staring in the mirror, I didn't like them at first. And my whole world ended literally because that's how serious, like, especially for black women, our hair is. It can it's a make or break with any woman. You know what I mean? Your hair, bad outfit, but especially with black women, there's just so many different levels that go into it. So I understand what you're feeling, but. I know, but I think the part that I feel guilty about that bothers me is that I thought that I was past it. Like I thought that shaving my head and like being like, okay, I'm a baddie when I'm bald, like removed all the insecurities. And the fact that like, they're still here when I grow, as soon as I grow my hair back out, like that's what bothers me. Cause I'm like, wow, like, I thought if I could rock it bald, like I'm good. Like I move past it. Like I can be anything. I'm I'm not my hair. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you still kind of are. <laughs> As someone who's had hair, shaved her head, grew, grew her hair back and is getting styles now, it's still not gone. It's never going to be gone. I'm going to go back bald just to redo the journey all over again because <laughs> I thought I was over it. So you know what? It's never going to go away, especially with how little black girls, how we're raised, you know? It's and that's just, okay. It's deep. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. So that's my vulnerability. <laughs> Sharing. That that's was really beautiful. Charles. That was big. Yeah. yeah. That's also going to just help another, whether yeah. she's young, older, whatever journey she is going through with her hair, it's going to help her. Yeah. You know, I, I think just, that's something you should talk about more. I know it's really hard, but yeah. you should. I was just, I was just so excited and I like gassed it up and I like, told everyone I was getting braids on Instagram and then like, now I have to be like, I'm not getting them. <laughs> F them. Well, we love you guys, uh, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else feeling vulnerable? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Anything on your mind, on your heart right now? It doesn't have to be super deep, whatever you want. Yeah. Cash, do you have something? 
while you brew, brew something up. I feel like I was so fucking vulnerable you when were. I walked in the door. <laughs> when as soon as we started, I don't know. I'm just really excited. I think I still have the same through line from the last episode we did together about. I just have this. This is so embarrassing to admit, and I kind of told you. I just have this overwhelming sense of longing for a partner. And I've never had that ever in my life, mm. ever in my life. But I know I'm not in a place right now to fully love someone the way they mm. should be loved. I'm very selfish right now. And I will be a selfish mm. partner and I don't want to be. Um, I want to be in a certain place in my career before I consider love. Yeah. But yeah, I just have this overwhelmingly like longing feeling. I'm just like wanting I get it. that. I was there. Yeah. You made fun of me. <laughs> oh my God. I ripped her to shred, not really. She literally was like, your stench is giving off. Like, you want a boyfriend so bad? I was like, she "Ah." was giving hella boyfriend energy. And it was so crazy to me because I was like, all the, we would go out and men were fawning, like dropping to their knees, crawling to her. I'm being dramatic, but it was just, I was like, girl, pop your puss. Like, live your life. I was like, let's go out. We're young and hot in New York. She's like, I want love. I was like, ew. It was crazy. And now I'm like, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I do think like you're never going to be completely ready to be in a relationship. Like you can be not ready and still be a good partner. Like, I don't want you to sit there and be like, I'm like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Fair. (laughs) But, but like, it's not like I have to be completely at a hundred percent before I find another person at a hundred percent. Like you guys can grow together and as individuals together. I think it's like a foreign concept for me because I've never been in a relationship with a partner that has been someone you can build with. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's what I would need in this part of my Mm -hmm. life. If I was to date someone, they would have to be someone that is also building their life in a a big way. Do you know what I mean? I do. Supportive, passionate in themselves and does not need so much from me. Mm. Kind of like how you are. We talked about this in the Hamptons. Yeah, no. And I think that kind of brings up like, you know, where I'm at now in life. And I think so much like of my life is surrounded around business, mm. real estate, making deals, closing deals, keeping up with projects that like when I take a moment to breathe and say, okay, get off your phone. Where are you Where are you at, Nancy? Like, how is your mental health? How is this? How is that? I go to therapy weekly. So it's like, that's my one moment that I know for sure I have to schedule like me time. But I think over like probably the last three or four months, I met someone. And I think what's been so nice about getting to know him and him getting to know me is that I'm slowing down and I'm realizing that like business will always be there. Business is fine. And just opening myself up to this person in a way that feels so organic and so natural, but at the same time challenging because I go from like a world of just being completely independent to now letting somebody into my world and, and then also adjusting to that. So I think for me, it's the fear of am I going to be a good girlfriend? Am I good enough of a girlfriend right now? Am I ready a hundred percent? Like you're right. Like I don't, I don't feel like this could have happened in any other time. Like even six months ago, I would have not been ready. I didn't date for six months. I went on one date and then I went on a second date. And now that second date is the person that I'm dating (laughs) now. So I'm like, even then, like this year, I've only had two dates in the second one. Like I really, really am getting to know. So I think for me, it's just channeling like where I'm at in life and being okay that like life will still go on in other aspects, but like it's okay to fall in love again and it's okay to, you know, open up my heart and let him in and then also like slowly start to bring family in, you know? So I think it's the not worrying too much about if I'm ready or not. 
because I know I'm worthy of it and I know that I deserve it and I know that he deserves me too. Yes. That's such a hard concept for really strong women. I was just about to say yeah. that. I was saying it's a tough transition that people don't really talk about because Ever. Like, the three of us are very strong, independent, business-focused women. And to like almost flip that switch to being like, I'm in a relationship now and I'm not number one, like it's it's hard. Yeah. 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 Oof. Mm. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to have you guys back and we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> That'll be a really good podcast episode. This is so great. I love you guys. I know. Thank you. For Please tell everyone me. where they can find you, Nancy, and we'll get to you, Cash. <laughs> they already know it. They know where to find On Instagram and TikTok, you can find me at the Nancy Rodriguez. On YouTube, Nancy Rodriguez Life. You guys can find me at, at Cash Proudfoot on Instagram. She's not plugging your TikTok. <laughs> Don't look at my TikTok. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Don't look at it. We and Cash just It's giving like flop, a, but a like at Cache Proudfoot. We ate. Yeah. Um, and you can find me at Chelsea Vaughn on Insta, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. Look at my TikTok. I'm funny. You ate. Um, and at Vulnerable Pod on YouTube. Please subscribe and you can watch this full episode of us in the studio. But love you guys. We'll see you next episode. Thanks for having us, Chelsea. Bye. Bye, guys.